It's down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars, and we are back again with another stellar episode. I'm on the road here in Boston. I'm having a blast, but we had to stop, make time for this incredible producer, pianist, singer, songwriter, and amazing artist, Freddie Manu. Freddie, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. How are you doing? Fantastic. I'm excited. I'm talking to you. I'm having a blast. I'm still out of breath because I was running to get these glasses so we can see and do this interview. So if it sounds like I'm having an asthma attack, I'm fine. Just extremely out of shape. (laughs) I think we've all been there at some point. Don't worry about it. Absolutely. So Freddie, the brand new album, Tesla Complex is available everywhere. Music is streamed. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But before we dig into that, we begin every single interview the same way. What's your origin story? How did you get by the, bit by the music bug? How did you discover your abilities? Okay, so hey, how's it going, everybody? My name is Freddie Munoz. It's, uh, let me real quick. So my name is Munoz. It's spelled a little weird, but the reason I did that was because there's another Latin artist out there that has my exact name. So just to invo- avoid confusion, I spelled it a little bit different. Mark, <laughs> so, Mark, so there's, but to answer your question, uh, I grew up, uh, my grandparents, my grandfather was in a band. He played, you know, forever. So we sat around, me and my cousins, we'd listen to him play. My uncles played. Um, but luckily, I grew up uh, during the 90s in the hip hop. My, in my opinion, the greatest era of hip hop. So I was You're absolutely right. I was immersed in that scene. And, I, you know, I fell in love with it. Why, you know, why wouldn't you fall in love with it? You know, so I. I, uh, you know, I started writing songs uh, when I was about 12 years old. And the funny thing about that is I would take like existing songs and kind of just put my words over it, you know, even in the same cadences, just kind of learning. I didn't know I was learning at the time, but I was learning, you know, cadences and flows and stuff. So I would change the words to to, to, for my own. And then eventually I grew into like, uh, you know, writing over instrumentals and stuff like that. And then I was like, what if I made my own instrumental? So then my mom and dad, you know, got me a keyboard my first Casio keyboard so I started messing with that and uh you know as time goes on it kind of progressed and progressed I you know I learned I took some classes about digital music making and learned some of that stuff and then you know here we are like <laughs> I think I've gotten pretty good at it so far I agree I think you've gotten damn good at it that's awesome and and you're absolutely right about that I, I talk about we talk to a lot of artists particularly hip-hop artists and I tell them, especially the young one, it's all about the 90s. It's called the golden era for a reason. Some of the most incredible. I remember a year where it was like Nas, Outkast, Biggie, all in the same year. So I'm like, that's that would be impressive for a decade. But in, in one year, that's crazy. That that album, actually, the AT Aliens album, I uh, actually met Outkast. Uh, they came to San Antonio and uh, they were doing a signing, you know, for everybody who stood in line. We, I stood in line for like two hours. And I met them and I, I got this uh, commemorative uh, keychain with the AT Aliens logo on it. And it, the, it snapped off, but I still have it. because That's one of my most favorite things ever is that. 
I got to meet Andre 3000 and Big Boy. That was crazy. That is a life chip. That is a life chip, uh, iconic, iconic artist. If you don't know who Outcast is, you probably should turn off the show because it's not the show. <laughs> but <laughs> please check them out. They they have Freddie and I's co I shouldn't have to tell anyone that. I should have. Right, to. right. Right. So the Tesla Project, great album, great album. Walk me through the creation. How did that uh, piece of music come about? And, and tell me about the creation of that album. Well, um, so... Uh, after I stopped doing hip hop music, I got I had an idea to start a band. So I started this band called The Lost. And the whole intention behind that was to bring back lost elements of hip hop and rock. And so we did that for uh, you know about 10 years. We were you know performing and touring and doing stuff, winning lots of contests, being all over the country and stuff like that. So um, during the pandemic, we obviously couldn't practice. We couldn't rehearse. We didn't know what was uncertain. We didn't know what we were doing. So um, I took it upon myself to not be stagnant and idle um and i just started doing a passion project of my own i always wanted to write one last or one more solo project that's completely me 100 me and so instead of you know just being lazy i decided hey I'm, this is a great time to do something so i you know i started making making this project and uh i must have made it trashed it made it again <laughs> and then trashed it some more and then picked the very best that i had at the time and put it together with this album and made this album. Phenomenal, phenomenal. And the pandemic has bred so much creativity. I, I think it's been one of the biggest outbursts for just everyone's story is the same. You know, over the last two years, you either just fell to the wayside or you became, you know, ingenious with your creativity and and, and you're a perfect example of that. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, two of the tracks on our album, you work with one of our fellow den mates, Matthias. I love those songs. I love all the songs, but I love those songs. How was it working with him? And, and who else did you collaborate with on the album? So um, so with Matt, Matthias, like, man, we go back, like, when he was with Terra Ferna, I was lost. We shared a drummer. Uh, his name is uh, Anthony. We call him Junie. Amazing drummer. Amazing drummer. So he was kind of our link. And that's how I kind of got involved with uh, Matt with Matthias and uh, I shot a music video for him back and I think it was 2013 or 14 called Sundown Shadows and it was a it, it was an amazing video so anyway progressing forward you know we kept we kept a good relationship we you know we still talked and uh, I told him I was working on this project and uh, I said man it would be great if we could just actually get a collab together and and put something together because I know you know it's funny we have the exact same birthday so that's a fun fact you know, October 3rd. So uh, we kind of shared that bond and we kind of talked and uh, I sent him this piece of music and <clears throat> excuse me too. So it, the, the song was hold on, right? All I had was a piano riff, right? And I gave him a scratch verse, which ended up being the actual verse on the song. So um, I sent him that he sent me back the harmonies and then I sent him back another piece of music. So we were like kind of ping ponging going back and forth, just like building this track. And right. to build who it was. And then he came up with the chorus and I was like, and I came up with the second verse. And we were like almost like it's almost like friendly battling. We we're going back and forth to see and what we did. with each other. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and then so the final product of that was like, and then okay, I can't I can't leave out my man Ian McIntosh. Amazing, amazing musician. So I sent him, you know, after me and Matt had done our thing, and I was like, hey dude, what can you add to this? Can you add anything? And my friend Ian is funny because He's always a minimalist. He's like, it's fine the way it is. It's good the way it is. You don't need to add anything else. But I like to push him a little bit 
because if I do, man, he's a musical genius. And he comes out with the, these riffs that I'm like, how did I not hear that? You know what I'm saying? And so he put his piece on it and I was like, oh my God, I took it to the next level. And so uh, I did one last tweak to it before I turned it in for mastering. And uh, man, I think it's a phenomenal song. It really captures the time, in my opinion. And uh, and that that particular song is one of my favorites on the album. And then Back Home, I don't want to get too quick, too, uh, too long in this one, but that one came really fast. That one came together really fast. Uh, I had this riff. Again, Ian knocked out some guitar on it. And then I gave it to Matt. And uh, he had this chorus. It was almost country the way he did it. And uh, it felt like a back home kind of down home country hip hop mix. And so when he dropped that, I was like, oh, man, I got to come with it with the verse and kind of go into that. How you feel when you're back home, How what it is. If you're far away from home, let's try and capture that essence of being back home, being at your grandma's house or being with your family and stuff like that. So those are two of my favorite tracks on the album. I agree. And and that's definitely the vibe I get. So mission accomplished. It was a sensational couple of tracks that go along with a, a sensational album. So it, it was incredible. Now, how is it right now in Texas? It seems like you guys are probably top three in the entire country right now, just pumping out amazing music. The The scene and the level of creativity coming from that area, the San Antonio, the Austin area, is it's just crazy right now. How's that environment been for you with your music and your creativity? Uh, it man. So for one, the the Texas market, the Texas people are just so creative, and I feel like it's an untapped resource of creativity. And so that's kind of what me and Matt are trying to build. You know, and trying to build a community. Another friend of mine, John David, he's an actor. We did a movie got, it's called The Cowboy's Eyes. It's on Amazon if y'all want to check it out. It's a short. Um, we're trying to build this community of creatives, of, of actors, musicians, singers, everything, to kind of like work together to maybe build this community even more, to build the, the, the scene. And, and that's my approach to it. I mean, there's so many, so many talented people around the city, around the, the whole South Texas and Texas region in general. You know, I think it's going to be as big as Atlanta in the next 10 years, as far as the music scene. Atlanta's killing it right now. And Atlanta, so, killing it for the last 20, 25 years. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. From being in this industry and, and talking to so many artists, I tell everyone, sometimes, I'm, uh, you know, a producer will hit me up and say, hey, do you know anybody for this vibe? And I'm like, the entire Texas scene right now, when I say top three, I mean that everybody thinks New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta. But you guys right now are blazing hot. So maybe afterwards we'll we'll talk if you wanted some artists that you want to link up with. I, I absolutely. know I, yes, I, absolutely. I know the time Texas is phenomenal. Yes. So what do you have on the plate for 22? Fantastic album starting to warm up. The world is starting to open up. What can we expect for the rest of the year? Any new music, any new tours? What can we expect for the rest of the year? To be honest with you, like uh, when I was making this album, I didn't intend on ever performing it. What's crazy? I, I didn't. So I was it was like a passion project. I, I like I used to call it my last painting. Like this is the thing that I want to leave behind if I never make any other music. You know, it was uncertain at the time. The world is uncertain. And, you know, I'm kind of an introvert. So I'm like taking it, make it a little more dramatic than it should be, probably. And so I was like, if I go, this is the last piece of music. What do I want them to remember? So I made this. So I never had the intention of performing it. but 
some things are popping off now, and I think I think there might be some some touring and some promo, uh, performances in the in the works. Um, I wanted to talk real quick about this one song album, and I, I kind of have to. Uh, it's 18 Summers. Um, that's a love letter to my daughters. And uh, I wrote that. That was the first song I wrote for the album. And uh, so, quick, long story short, um, my girls love this show called The Fresh Beat Band on Nickelodeon, right? And they grew up watching it. So I had the idea. So what if I got one of the girls that were singing in that show to be on this chorus? And through God's grace or whatever, I was able to connect with her. And she was more than happy to do it. Her name is Yvette Gonzalez Nasser. And uh, she jumped on the song. She loved it. And uh, we put it together. It's magic. And you should have seen the, the tears when my, when my girls heard the song for the first time, you know? And uh, it, was, it was insane. And I'm just really grateful that that happened um, with that song. But uh, as far as moving forward, um, we're going to shoot some music videos. I'm actually getting ready to do Matthias's next video uh, for Don't Bother right now. Uh, we're working on the video for Back Home. And uh, I'm going to try and put together uh, a little, a couple performance dates, uh, you know, just around Texas, around South Texas, and we'll see where it goes from there. Um, I, I thought this was going to be my last project, but I've, I've got the bug and I can't stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I find myself now still writing songs for something else. You know what I mean? So I think we're going to keep going. I think we're going to keep moving and keep moving forward. Please, I beg of you, don't stop. I love the music. Please keep it coming. We need quality music. There is, it's a lot of music out there, but it's not a lot of quality music out there. So we, we need you to continue. And the story about that uh, love letter to your daughter, you almost made my little Grinch heart well up. So that, that is, <laughs> that is beautiful that you had that opportunity. So shout out. You, you said the young lady is Yvette. What's her full name? It's Yvette Gonzalez Nasser. Perfect. Shout out to you, Yvette. Thank you so much for making these dreams come true. That's what it's all about. And that's what we're all about in the DEN. I always tell people DEN is an acronym for dreams and nightmares. And we make this creative community because we're trying to do the same thing on a, on a global level. We have artists, South Africa, Canada, wherever you, you know, all across the map that we all are, have a common goal to work together, to succeed together because there's enough slices of that pie for everyone. So I love what you're doing. Abundance. Abundance is important. Yes. Plenty of pie. So it's been a blast, but I can't let you go just yet. I have to get your official Denmate stamp in your passport. And to get your stamp with that official official Denmate pass, we play a little game. Uh-oh. And this game is called If You Don't Know, Now You Know. Baby, baby. <laughs> Shout out to B.I.G. This game is brought to you by the good folks at Poddex. Please, please, podcasters, you guys are looking at me right now or listening to me on your phone or wherever you listen to podcasts. I know you're tired of asking the same damn 10 questions, especially when you're interviewing someone. Where are you from? How did you get an interview? You don't have to do that. Poddex is an excellent tool that you can use to get awesome questions that will just spice up your interview. So use the Promo code the den T H E D E N save yourself ten percent and you can have awesome podcasts uh, just like your boy Mars. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So since you're a musician's musicians, we chose the music interview category off of Poddex. So we're gonna have some awesome random questions to really let your fans 
get into your mind and kind of see where you're coming from. So question number one, we love music here in the den. We love the arts. We're all about artists doing the best for themselves business-wise. We see artists like Kanye trying new ways to get music out with the stem player. We've seen music change when you're 90s baby, just like me. And I'm sure when you grew up, you would buy a CD, you would look who produced it, who wrote it. If there was lyrics, great. And then you listen to that CD from start to finish. With streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music, do you think that's good or bad for the artists? Uh, I have really, really strong opinions about that. Give, it to us. Um, Give us the juice. We want it. And, uh, and uh, you know, at the risk of, of, of alienating myself, I'm not a fan of streams, to be honest with you, because I feel like it takes uh, the, the full picture away of, of the painting. Like, I like to use that, that uh, metaphor. So when I'm painting a picture, it's like, you know, you got to listen to the intro all the way to the outro to get the message. You know what I mean? So now I feel like with streaming, it's condensed. So you got to get it all in three minutes. Because it also contributes to the attention span of the listener. You know, they're not as invested. They're like, you know, it's more like a, a nonchalant, you know, throw on this song or whatever. But, you know, for for <laughs> introspective people like myself who kind of overdo it, but like I said, you know, I want them to hear every single word, you know, and maybe this song calls back to the first song in a creative way. And you kind of miss an element of that creation process for me, you know, and not to mention, you know, you get a thousand plays and you get like half a penny <laughs> as opposed to somebody buying your CD, you get the 10 bucks, you can reinvest that, you know what I mean? Into making more music. That's, yeah. that's kind of how I feel about the streaming service. So I, I, I think it hurts at the same time. I'm not going to completely trash it because it helps you get your music to places that you can't reach. So that's good. You know, that's a very good thing. That's a huge resource. And if you're smart, you can take advantage of those kinds of resources. Absolutely. And and obviously there's pros and cons with everything. And one of the things that we try to do when I, I started this community, I really wanted to help with the business side because that's where my area of expertise comes from. So, you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I feel streaming devalues music because like you said, when you bought a CD, you're invested. You're going to listen to it because you just gave them your 10, 12, 13, 20 bucks, however much the CD was. And there's certainly advantages of streaming, like you said, you can get your music to a, a wide base, but I feel it devalues because, you know, you'll just play the music and it's on the background and music is so valuable, but the artist never gets the buck. So we tell people, if you are going to stream, stream title, they pay the artists a little bit more, but uh, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Now, as a music fan, and I, I used to, you know, write music myself and I, I still make beats and I still rap but no one will ever hear those albums uh but is there a particular song that you heard that you're like damn i wish i wrote that is there one song that you you just hear it and you're like okay this person is on another level oh there's there, there's a bunch actually um man there's so many i feel like some stuff that big pun wrote i'm like oh my god how did he come up with those rhymes um lincoln park I, they got me through a very dark time in life and they'll always have a very, very special place in my heart. You know, a lot of the stuff they wrote is like, Oh my God, they were they in my head. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Um, but if I had to pick a particular song, I don't even think I can pick one. There's just so many going through my head right now. Um, three, I'll give you three, three. Um, 
So there's uh, there's an artist out of Houston named Toby Nwigwe. And, I love Toby Nwigwe. Uh, he's amazing. The song it's called Five Five. I'm and I'm obsessed with that song. Like this song is so good. I wish I had the charisma that he has to be able to write something like that. That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I feel like that. Um, One more light by Lincoln Park. It's 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 so like foreboding. Like you kind of see what they were feeling. You know right. what I mean? And in, in light of everything. And um, last one, uh, Dear Mama by Tupac. Oh, great! So that's a hell of a three. Shout out to the late great Tupac. Shout out to Toby and the whole crew. They're doing a fun. Their pandemic project was oh freaking amazing amazing yes absolutely and shout out to uh lincoln part and rest in peace to chester man i I love 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 lincoln part so uh those are hell of a hell of a choice hell of a choice thank you all right so question number three if you could go on tour opening for any artist alive or dead who would it be lincoln park um i would have to i have to pick lincoln park they influenced me so much in a time where I needed growth. Sure. So uh, I'm not even going to front like Lincoln Park. <laughs> hey, that's, great, that's, yeah. great choice. Now, you, you may have answered this earlier, but uh, we're going to refresh it for anyone that wasn't listening. Pay attention to what we're talking about, fans. What was the first instrument you ever played and how did you discover it? Uh, piano. It was it was the keyboard. Um uh, and I'm, I, I discovered it because my dad had bought a keyboard back when I was like seven years old. And I was always just in the room. I was not supposed to touch it, you know? So it was like the forbidden thing. So when he wasn't home, I would go in there and like turn it on and be like, is anybody listening to me? And I'm like, I would just kind of like, you just kind of mess around with it. And at that point is when I fell in love with it. All my family played guitars. I can't play guitar. My fingers are double jointed. They don't bend that way. So piano was like a natural better feel for me now did you learn how to play by ear or do you read yes. yeah I, I learned all by ear like and i don't recommend it <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> to get my daughter to learn the proper way it would be so much easier for her but yeah it took me a while but i, I learned by ear and everything is done by ear for me awesome awesome i'll uh, I always interact i love music but i also learn by ear i, I could not I was like, this is like math and something I enjoy. I could not read the music. and, and oh, right. <laughs> I'm like, three-fourths of a note? I'm like, no, 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 that's not going to work for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. I took some of that theory in college, and I was like, this isn't working for me at all. Yeah, it's very hard. I, I, I tell people my brain, when it comes to certain things, I know my limits, and I'm not going to stress myself. Now, do you uh, musicians, creatives in general, tend to be a superstitious lot. I don't know what it is about us. Do you have any pre-show routines or superstitions that you have to do before you get on a show or you get on stage? Um, yeah, well, see, I'm double because I played sports. And so I... Oh, you, got, you got it bad. <laughs> Very bad. I was baseball and basketball. So I'm a double, triple superstitious person. Um, I, I don't know if there's a routine other, as opposed to like the way I set my keyboard up or whatever instrument I'm going to do. I set it up a certain way, check it like 50 times before <laughs> before I plug in so that way it doesn't fall in mid-show mid or whatever. But um, I am a creature of habit. So, yeah, I do. Uh, it's just been a while since I've performed, so I can't really remember what my routine was. I'll, if I ever do perform again, it'll probably just fall right back into it, you know, that muscle memory kind of thing. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm the same way. I'm a creature of habit. One day I had to borrow a friend's car because I accidentally put my keys in the wrong pocket and didn't realize where my keys was for the <laughs> whole day until I hung up my pants and they fell out my back pocket. And I was like, oh, my God, I, they were literally <laughs> in my back pocket the entire day. But because they weren't in my left pocket where I always kept them, it messed up my entire day. I hear that 100 percent. Absolutely. So, Freddie, it's been a blast. You've answered all five questions, and if you don't know, now you know, baby, baby, which means you get that denmate stamp in your passport, your official like a referee with a whistle, gang, gang. That means it comes with all of the denmate benefits, any shows, any concerts we will be promoting on our page. We're going to add your music to our DITD radio playlist to make sure it gets a spotlight with all of the other incredible denmates and artists that rock with us. And we're going to try to send you some merch so you can have your DITD gear and, and, and style for the rest of the year with some of the best gear around. So we thank you so much for joining us here in the den, talking about your incredible music, your process, and sharing your story with the rest of the friends of the den. But before Absolutely. we go, the floor is yours. Please let everyone know where they can find you on social media, whatever you have going on, anything you want to promote, any shout outs. You've earned it. The floor is yours. First of all, I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's been amazing, and, and uh, it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, if you're looking uh, to check out the record or check out any of the projects we got going on, go to alpharedent.com. That's alpharedent.com. Uh, you can find me also on Instagram. It's Freddie, F-R-E-D-D-I-E-M-U-N-E-A-U-X underscore, and that's pronounced Freddie Munoz. And uh, shout out to everybody who's, who was part of this project. Uh, Big Q, John David, Matt, Matthias, uh, Ian McIntosh, Yvette Gonzalez Nasser, and uh, and and everybody who's who's loving this project. I really appreciate all the streams, all the purchases. We got merch, we got everything. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, brother. It's been a pleasure. Welcome to the Den community. It's a pleasure to have you. We also have a group chat that I'm going to add you to with the rest of the incredible Den mates. We, we talk, we chat, we collaborate, we work together. So it's a pleasure to have you in the community. And we look forward to nothing but bigger and better things for you for the rest of the year and for the rest of your career. Rock on, brother. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Blessings to you, too. It's a pleasure. Well, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to another stellar episode of Down in the Den. You know what to do. If you're looking at this on YouTube, smash that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, what's wrong with you? Subscribe. We have the best content on the planet, maybe even the multiverse. I don't know. Please follow my man, Freddie. Download his music. Subscribe to his pages, his Instagram, his social media. Tell him that you saw him right here on Down in the Den. And you know what we do. If you saw him here on the Down in the Den program, you like what you're hearing, you like what you're seeing, put those red circles, smash his page and fill them with the red circles that stand for Mars and let him know that you appreciate what he's doing. You support what he's doing. And as always, we end every single episode the same way. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Deuces. Also, like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.